Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story. Christmas Cookies A Soul Powerful Parable by Dana Buck Made possible by the True North Kids of Renton Christian Center. Alone in a small, cozy kitchen, a woman with hot, steaming mug ties tightly a bright crimson apron, fresh laundered and spotless and snug. Inhaling the warm smell of cocoa, she pauses to manage a sip, then dabs with a white paper napkin the foam that has painted her lips. This morning, she's gotten up early. The sun is not yet in the sky. The task that is spread out before her, awaiting commencement, is why. Parcels of flour and sugar, molasses and butter and eggs, lie vast on an old oaken table, testing that old table's legs. Gazing at what lies before her, this task she set out to achieve, the baking of hundreds of cookies this morning before Christmas Eve. But before she stirs one bowl of flour, a knocking is heard at her door. She smiles as she rushes to answer, because she knows what that knocking is for. There on her porch in a huddle, cold noses and fingers to rub, stand children in winter regalia. The Neighborhood Street Cookie Club. She started this group back in April when two sisters, Dakota and Shay, asked if she'd teach making cookies they could give to their moms Mother's Day. Gladly she granted their wishes. So they baked an astonishing crop, and after the Mother's Day session was over, seems none of them wanted to stop. And so they met weekly for baking. Soon, other kids joined in their meetings. Even some boys joined this neighborhood club. Mostly because they like eating. She ushers them into the hallway, these half-frozen kids that she loves. They all shed their winter protection, warm coats, knitted mittens, and gloves. Then into the kitchen for cocoa, that thaws out their tummies and hands, all gape at the bowls and containers, cookie sheets in the mixer and pans. For Our Lady, it's sacred tradition, an effort she loves to employ. This custom of baking and then decorating these symbols of sweet Christmas joy. First comes a batch of molasses. A whiff of their scent is superb followed by dozens of tassies, their center a tart lemon curd. Snowballs are next from the oven, and given a dusting of white, she sets them to cool on the counter with obvious pride and delight. 
oatmeal and snickerdoodles are blended and baked in their turn, each with a light coat of butter, a trick from her mother she'd learned. Then after a batch of biscotti is placed in a round metal tin, they set to her favorite creation, an army of gingerbread men. Frosting of white for their mittens, dark chocolate for smiles and for eyes, a yellow for shoes and for buttons, and red for distinctive bow ties. Repeatedly blending and mixing, then filling the warm cookie sheets, they top off this morning of baking with a big batch of Rice Krispie treats. There in the midst of their output, as she marvels at what they have done, a memory suddenly beckons. She thinks back to a time she was young. Awakening a cold Christmas morning, her blanket too terribly thin, she struggles to simply be warmer and bunches it up round her chin. Her mother sleeps fitful beside her. They both cuddle up where they are, sleeping where no one should slumber, the empty back seat of a car. They wait for a door to come open, the building that's just crossed the street a church where they know they'll be welcome and given some breakfast to eat. She knows that her mother is ache, the troubles and trials she's borne, no trace of the holiday spirit with no place to call home Christmas morn. Finally, the doorway is opened. They stiffly walk through with the crowd. The food is so hot and delightful, filling her stomach that crowd. And after they sit in the hallway, the church has a grand Christmas tree. In the glow of the lights and some music, they're as comfortable as they can be. Then something remarkable happens. Not a great ostentatious display, but something so simple, so perfect. She's remembered it all of her days. A woman with sweet Merry Christmas! gives them a holiday gift, a box decorated with ribbon, the cover they wondrously lift. Nestled in red tissue paper, like jewels for a king or a czar. Cookies in beautiful outlines of angels and snowflakes and stars. The smell was the fragrance of caring, the taste tenderness on her tongue. For a moment, she's lost in their splendor, that Christmas day when she was young. That memory still charms and delights her, as keen recollection awaits. She rallies the kids in an instant to wrap and prepare what they bake for the mixing bowls all are now empty, and the cookies have settled and cooled. Plates now appear in profusion, and bright cellophane is unspooled. Then wrapped like the gifts of the Magi, and tied with a ribbon of red, 
The cookies are placed in the back of her van, as off to deliver they sped. The kids chatter lively and cheerful. It's much like an unforeseen quiz. They wait to discover with great curiosity just what their objective is. It's clear that it's not in the suburbs, where houses with Christmas trees glow. Today's destination is downtown, the section summed up as Skid Row. Entering a litter-strewn alley, she parks and turns off the ignition. They walk with their load through a door by the road, this venue the old gospel mission. Hailed with the call, Hello, Grandma! They move through the burgeoning hall, bustling with kids, with women and men, her heart filled with love for them all. Our lady had never born children, no family, no kids of her own, and so she'd adopted a family, those destitute, poor, and alone. And when circumstance came a-calling, her neighborhood kids' baking crew, she'd asked herself one simple question, what would my Lord Jesus do? The answer was found with the humble, those viewed as unlovely or odd. She knew in the midst of the needy, they'd encounter the pure heart of God. The cookies are passed to the families, and cries of enchantment arise, as children contend for the gingerbread men each sporting distinctive bow ties. This Christmas, if cheer seems elusive, try blessing another in need. The joy of the Lord will be your reward, as sweet as a cookie indeed. For many people, the holidays can be tough. And often, when we find ourselves in a place of loneliness or depression, it seems our thoughts can't help but focus on us. The irony is, the more self-absorbed we become, the deeper the loneliness and the depression seem to grow. One of the keys to defeating these times of melancholy is to resist focusing on ourselves and instead focus on others, especially those who may be facing daunting issues such as homelessness, poverty, or illness. Everyone has talents, gifts, and abilities. It may be something creative, it may be something practical, or it may be simply the gift of hospitality or being a good listener. Whatever it is, in this season of gift giving, try giving the gift of your time and talents. It can be so satisfying using your skills and abilities to make life just a little bit better for someone in need. And in doing so, it's amazing how our own blues can disappear, just like a plate of Christmas cookies. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Christmas Cookies was written by Dana Buck. Narration was done by Kelsey Jones and David Harding. Devotional thoughts were narrated by Penny Whitmore. And this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions.
So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, may your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes. <laughs>